What's up, Society members? Welcome to the Underground Society Podcast, a show that helps you achieve your goals in the EDM industry. I'm your host, Justin McGarry, and I invite you to join me as I cover the challenges the professional industry had overcome in order to start building their careers and finding success. Before we get started, I just want to take a second to thank you all for the support this year. Season two or year two was more than I could have ever imagined. I finally moved out of my parents' house where I was recording in their spare bedroom and into Underground Society's first fully equipped studio. This year, I tried my absolute best to improve the quality of content I put out for you guys, from the reels to the YouTube videos, and especially our audio-only episodes, but I can't take all the credit for that one. On the show today, we have our quite literal in-house audio engineer. I say in-house because he's actually my roommate. To talk about not only his artist project, but also how we became friends, his addition to the Underground Society team, and the obstacles that we had to overcome this year with not only the podcast, but in our own personal lives as well. I'm so grateful for what he does for Underground Society, and I cannot wait for what next year holds. But for now, I hope you're ready to dive into this one. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by AirVDM. AirVDM is your premier electronic dance music brand. A printed digital magazine, lifestyle-inspired subscription box, and full production event company. AirVDM has been forging the future of EDM for over five years now and produces only the finest content, events, and apparel for EDM fans worldwide. Curated for ravers by ravers. Visit AirVDM.com, that is E-R-A-O-F-E-D-M.com, to join the movement and see how you can get involved. Now enjoy the episode. Anubis, welcome to the Underground Society Podcast. Hello. It's good to be here. It's good to be on the other end of this. Right. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is our uh, audio engineer. Um, we brought him on the team in January. Um, I think it was January, right? Yeah, January. It's been it's been a fun year. Why we ended up doing this was because uh, we had someone drop out this week, um, and I was going to not put out an episode, but uh, asked him, and we kind of figured it out, and we were doing our first in-person one. So I um, hope everyone enjoys, but we're going to dive into a little bit of his project first and then talk about how he joined Underground Society and kind of some of our struggles that we went through with the podcast. So first of all, personal project, get me started on like how you even got introduced to like music and like why you decided to become an artist yourself. I started out listening to uh, people like San Holo, mm-hmm. um, W&W, I think, I think that's their name. Big Room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Big Room. Um, so I listen to a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, uh, who else is another good one? Uh, what's his name? Dude that throws cake into the audience. Oh, Aoki. <laughs> Steve Aoki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, started out listening to a lot of those kind of people in like 2014. Um, and then I went to my first rave in 2018. I wouldn't even hardly call it a rave. It was like this super tiny club. I went and saw Drolo. Um, so saw Drolo and I was like, yo, this is super sick. Then my cousin uh, asked me to go to Snails in Chico. So nice. went to Snails, um, had a blast at that rave, and I've just loved it ever since. So, yeah, you're, you're the first person I think that I became friends with that was like a true trance head too. And I think that's like a common ground that we connected on. Yeah, I do. I do. I do love my trance, my deep yeah. house. Uh, I know a lot of people, especially in this scene, uh, like the like the dubstep scene and all that, are not huge fans of Definitely it. Definitely not. But, yeah, but, it's very hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to it on the daily, honestly. Yeah, yeah like, I listen to trance every single day. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so give me the story of like how you came up with like your name, because I know there's a kind of a deep backstory of that. I got my uh, artist name Anubis from when I did DMT. Uh, so we can either tell the full story or we can just keep it short. And basically, I saw I saw Anubis on DMT, and then I don't I'm not super familiar with like the proper terminology of like the scales when the feather and the heart, but uh, heart heart weighed down down on the scale, and Anubis kicked me out, and. Then I woke up and all I could say was, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, 
And after that, I was like, I was like out of it for a few days. I was, I was so confused with what just happened. But, um, after that, it kind of hit me. I was like, cause I was listening to some, uh, I was listening to Sonderling while I was, oh, yeah. I was on the yeah. trip and that just kept like looping over and over my head. I was like, I was like, I really feel like I'm meant to make, make music. Like, I feel like that's like my purpose. So you didn't even, you weren't even producing music when that happened. I was producing music oh, okay. at that time, Got but it. like that was, that was kind of like the time that that was like where I found the name for like my project. Cause I didn't have, okay. a, I didn't have a name before yeah. that. Like I was just making music. Yeah. I've been making music for like three years now coming up on three years. I think since you've moved out to the Bay area with me, you've really made some huge leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, like, it's definitely been an interesting experience moving yeah. out here to the Bay. I mean, living in Sacramento, that was kind of like an, a little introduction to, uh, cause I didn't live in Sacramento before. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in uh, Corning, small town. Nobody really knows about it, but um, grew up there like all my life out in the middle of nowhere and then moved out to Sacramento. That was kind of like a little bit of a shock to like how different, like just the lifestyle is and then moved back over there and then coming out to the Bay area, that was just like a huge shock compared to Sacramento. Um, yeah, it's a much different place. Yeah. (laughs) Drivers are different. The weather's slightly different. (laughs) Just like daily life in general. It's way more, it's way busier out here. So like that was tough to get used to. But once I got used to that, I started getting to know everybody out in the scene and just making all these uh, connections and just doing what I can to get myself, get my name out there. You've done a phenomenal job at that. You've made more connect. I mean, we've been out here pretty much the same amount of time. And I think all the friends that I've made have been through you. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, I mean, mean, that's, that was, that's like kind of what I got really good at, especially when I, uh, when I first moved out to Sacramento, um, I got into real estate and then that's kind of how that sprouted. Yeah. That was like, I, I used to be a huge introvert. Yeah. Like I wouldn't get in front of a camera. I didn't I know you talk did, to so people. Always, like, yeah, yeah. I don't even, that doesn't even like make yeah, sense to me. You don't, you, don't, you don't see that version. <laughs> like I wouldn't come out of my room. I would shut my door. I would lock it and I would stay in my room all Jeez. day. Yeah. We've kind of switched roles almost. Cause I feel like the older I've gotten and the more focused I've gotten on my career, I've become more more of an introvert like i'm more of a homebody i'm more of like i just want to stay home and like like my my yeah my peace of mind comes when i'm just like you know hanging out at home smoking watching tv like i love that but and i used to be like go out all the time network with everyone and i i've switched and then it's funny because you've also you've done almost opposite of that yeah yeah. it's funny funny you say that because like it goes it it comes in waves like at this time i'm kind of like okay with just like not going out all the time like at the beginning of the year a hundred percent i was like i was like oh this is all new to me like like, i gotta go out and do everything (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was, that was like the fun in it in the beginning. And then like, it, it just, it just becomes a lot. Um, and it's not that I don't regret going out and like meeting all these new people, making friends. I'm super grateful for all of that hundred percent. But then there comes to a time where, when it's like, okay, there's a lot going on around me. I need to take a step back, mm-hmm. do my own thing. And then I can go back out and start hanging out with everyone again. But like, like I said, it, yeah. com- it comes in waves. So with producing, how, what were a lot of your like tools that you've, that you've used to like learn, um, how to become a better producer, how to become a better DJ. Um, and uh, I mean, there's just trial and error f- from a yeah, lot of yeah. it, but like, what, what have you education wise, what have you done for yourself? Yeah. To learn? Um, <clears throat> obviously starting out tons of trial and error, 
Um, but for the things that you can do to like go out and search for inf information and do better, um, what I did was I joined some Patreons. Um, I started interacting with um, all these bigger artists that were putting out all of this free, not free information, like whatever their price is per month. Um, but I pay like 15 bucks a month for Infect's um, masterclass throughout, through his Patreon. And I've learned a ton from yeah, him from that Yeah, from you way. joining that, you've, it's like, your music sounds like yeah. way better now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that and like, um, less, I got lessons from Resurrect. I would just hit up artists on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, wherever, wherever I made that connection with them. And I'd just be like, hey, do you do lessons? I'd shoot them whatever their price is. 30 anywhere from like 30 to 100 bucks um for an hour so i would do that i just sit there with an hour i'd have a bunch of questions and i just soak in whatever i could um and i mean i'll still do that but i don't feel like i need it as much yeah. at this point it's more of just finding <clears throat> finding my sound and just more trial and error yeah. <laughs> more trial and error just rinse recycle repeat <laughs> yep yep um awesome i think i think we should dive into kind of how we met because we haven't really talked about that yet and it kind of just happened one day you kind of just like fell into my lap as a friend so yeah uh, <laughs> we we met I think you reached out to me originally on Facebook I had already started underground society was that the reason why you reached out to me or like what was like your motive for um so during that time I know I was heavily into real estate um I was I was like actually in the middle of selling houses mm -hmm. um, I had a few in escrow um but my main goal with adding people and same thing with like what I did out yeah. here is I just, I just talked to as many people as I could. Yeah. I was like, Hey, what do you do? No, just, just make friends. Yeah. Just make friends. Yeah. Um, but I knew that you had a connection with, uh, Todd. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was doing the, uh, DJ, DJ classes, um, through yeah, him. I was, I was working with Hostati, um, for a while there when that all happened. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. And I was helping Todd out with Hostati for a while, but. And then what happened, we, because I still, we both still lived in like Sacramento area and then I was planning on moving out here and then I, was it Solva King or Subtronics that happened? So it was both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was both. It was both. We went to, did we go to Sullivan King? Because I know for sure we went, to, we, went to, <laughs> we went to Subtronics for sure. Yeah, yeah. We went to Subtronics. You were just like, hey, uh, I, I was thinking about going to Subtronics, but I don't have anybody to go with. Because I moved out here by myself. Yeah, yeah. I lived yeah. here alone. And, yeah. you know, but the, my uncle who owns his house, uh, he, he was like, hey, like, I don't, if, if you want like one roommate, that's fine. And I was like, I don't really have anyone in mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just full send it by myself. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we were becoming friends. And then, uh, yeah, the shows came up and I was like, hey, you want to come out here? And then, uh, to like go go to the show with me and then uh, you're like yeah i'm down and then we like re-became really good friends at those shows yeah, yeah and then after that i was like i think i was just joking and i was like want to move in yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like i was like i'm pretty sure he's kidding but i'm super fucking down yeah. like and then i, I was, was like fucking okay yeah I was, <laughs> so. I was definitely in just like that full send mode i was yeah. just like because i was doing really well with real estate yeah. so i was like i was like what what, what can go wrong like yeah. this is this i've always wanted to live out in the bay area so we'll just we'll just send it. <laughs> do it, yeah. Do you, do you is there any like regrets from moving out here? Um, I know because so, like you were doing really well in real estate and like financially you were doing really well. And I know things kind of changed a little bit when you moved out here. Yeah. So I asked myself that question a lot. Yeah. Like, do I regret it? Hell no. Yeah. I don't regret it at all. I have made even though I lost a lot of progress with real estate and I was doing really well. 
I made a shit ton of progress with my um, artist career. So um, I did I did attempt to do real estate out here, but then interest rates just yeah. skyrocketed, and then there's that language barrier. The language barrier was r- yeah. what really hurt me um, because there was there was open houses out in San Jose that I was holding and got a lot of got a lot of people that came in. Yeah, Hispanic or what um, well, well, language? Asian. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those um, are complicated languages too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was just really hard to connect with a lot of the people out here, and I'm okay with that. It just felt like life was pushing me in this direction. Yeah. Um. So I just had to let go of that, and I'm 22. Like yeah. I have plenty of time to bring the real estate career back. Like I have the systems. I have the systems all set up. The machine's there. I just got to dust it off whenever I get back, yep. get back to it. But definitely not doing real estate out here, at least at Market's this point. And crazy hard out here too. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like at this point in my career, like even though I've been in the industry for three years, it just wouldn't make sense yeah. to just restart, especially in a time like this. I remember reaching out to you when I was going through, a lot of people don't know this who listen to the podcast, but um, I went through, I paid like $5,000 for this po- online podcast course, which I every penny I spent was well worth it. One of the exercises that the course had me do was, um, was ask 12 people to basically get like mock interviewed. Um, and basically like help me with my retargeting of like who, like discovering what my audience wants and what they need um, and who even is my audience. So when that happened, when I was doing my mock interviews, I reached out to you cause we had just become friends and yeah, we just talked yeah. about that before the interview, but basically from the start of that journey and the start of the new direction, you were like there at day one. And I never thought that you yeah. would, would did, progress into you being an editor. It's come full circle and it's kind of cool. Um, I totally forgot that even happened until yep. like... We literally just talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You, you were working <laughs> on the clip. So I was like, I'll just scroll through my scroll through my Snapchat memories so I know exactly like what happened throughout yeah. the past year. And then that popped up and I was like, holy shit, I totally forgot about this. <laughs> But yeah, man, I mean, we've become super good friends and uh, I'm so happy that you've joined the team. And I I originally with the podcast course, along with that, I got an editor. But unfortunately, that editor lived in South Africa and he was like four hundred dollars a month. Um, And it was a little pricey for me, especially because I I just moved out of my parents' house. And at the time I I was able to afford it, but I just didn't want to pay that much long term. Um, And I knew he was a music producer. So I was like, dude, can like I think we're just I don't even know where we're going. But I remember being in the car and I asked you like I was like, hey, could you like do you think you could do this? And you're yeah. like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was definitely, it was definitely difficult at first when we first started yeah. because, um, well, you never edited a podcast before. Yeah, never yeah, edited you a made podcast. music, but it's a little different editing voices than using like music. Yeah, notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, um, going into it was a huge jump because I had to learn a whole new software. And even though, some of the things are trans that I know in Ableton are transferable into um, I use Audition. Um, it was still a pretty hefty learning curve. So like the first few episodes were were kind of rough, yeah. but I was I was expecting it though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. You, you got to learn. So, <laughs> uh, but we communicated um, what needed to be done, what needed to be fixed, yep. what could have sounded better, and, and I feel like we've really great nailed system down now. You yeah. know what I expect. You've yep. done multi- how many episodes did we do this year? Forty seven. I think you've done at least forty three of them. I, my first, <laughs> or maybe even more than that. Episode, my first episode I did was in February, early February, okay, early so January. So it was like forty-three episodes you've yeah, done so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Time freaking moves, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Especially these past few months with yeah. the holidays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holidays have been crazy. Has juggling your workload? I mean, it's it's only 
takes you a few hours a week to edit the podcast, but juggling that with music production, with working, has it been a challenge for you to juggle all the things that have been added to your plate? Yeah, uh, I would say that's honestly probably been my biggest struggle the entire year because when I first when I first came out here, first started working on the podcast, um, I was doing real estate full time. I was doing music, and then I started doing the podcast, um, and then I eventually still going out networking, doing what you need to do as an artist. Yeah, yeah. and I like keeping up social media presence. That's that's another tough one. Is social media that one? Yeah, balancing the the need to be on social media to grow what we want to do versus like wasting our time on social yeah. media. That's, I think we both of us, both of us have focused a lot on that. Yeah. This year. Yeah. And then um, like one thing, like, like you not going on social media on Sundays yeah. and like the that new rule that like, I instilled for myself. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, honestly, that's not a bad idea. Cause like yeah. social media just is super draining. Yeah. So I kind of took need, that on like, too. I, I've, I've felt now way better now that I've been doing that I've been feeling way better with like my mental clarity and stuff just give me a day of like break from like I don't need to look at that I don't need to focus on putting anything on my story it's like give me a day off from it almost because a lot of times social media does feel like a job especially when you're like trying to grow a project (laughs) yeah even when we were uh when I was working at the real estate brokerage because I got that I got the part-time and then the full-time job at a brokerage Um, and so I was a realtor and I was working their front office and I had to run their social media in order to get the pay that I wanted. Um, so that was kind of a lot working on someone else's entire business, building their social media, working on the growth, um, getting the whole branding down, just nailing everything, not only doing that, but then for my own project and then also having to focus on the podcast. And I just, I got to the point where I had to decide which one I wanted to stick with. And I think that's when I was able to just drop, yeah. drop real estate for the time being. Um, not that I completely dropped it. Like I'm, I, I literally just sent out two, two referrals. So like I still have people, people coming to me for um, real estate and I can still answer questions yeah. and stuff, but and I'm just not as yeah. active. Um, I also wanted to bring up the, the cut. You've done it a couple of times, which happens. They're all we're human, but forgetting to edit like day of, because oh, yeah. we were just talking about juggling things, but forgetting to edit day of, um, I never freak out about that stuff, but yeah, I remember yeah. there's been a couple of times where I was like, bro, I need to go out at midnight. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Like we both, we both have a very similar mindset where we, we take everything like super seriously yeah. and we're like. Even if it doesn't have to be done at midnight, that's like that rule that we set for yeah, ourselves. Like yeah. we have to get that I'll done. That's how you stay consistent. That's yeah, how, I yeah. mean, that's just, that's the same thing. I talked a little bit about it in episodes before, but competing in bodybuilding, that's really what instilled that in me was like, yeah, I don't have to go to the gym today. I could go tomorrow. Right. But I'm going to. Yep. yep. And I just take, I've taken, that's one of the major, major things that I've taken into the podcast. And, you know, I treat this as a job. And right, I really right. appreciate you for, taking it as seriously as I do. Yeah. It's, yeah. You don't find many people like that. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> at, all, at all. Um, which is why I'm grateful for just this, just everything. Yeah. Everything that's happened this year, super grateful for I it. I never thought when I had the idea to move out here, it was kind of just like, I just need to get out of my parents' house. Yeah. And this was an option to move to. So I took it. But um, I never thought that this year would turn into anything close to what <laughs> yeah. it is. So this is this is the last thing on either of our bingo cards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, going back to that, like the time when I went out to DNA Lounge, 
um, a venue out here in SF and I forgot to edit the episode. I went to see Yaks and Yaks back to back Somnium Sound or something like that. Um, So I went to go see them on a Thursday night and the episode was not done. And I didn't realize it until I already had, I already had, I only had like one drink and then you yeah. text me and I was like, oh fuck. You text me at like, what, 10, 30, 11, Something like pretty close like to midnight. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh fuck. All right, guys, I gotta <laughs> go. It's a lot of work that people don't see behind the scenes. Um, with, I mean, having for me, I'll go over my duties, but, and then kind of how you work into yeah, that, yeah. but having to do the outline i do a three-page outline on every single guest that we have on um after that we go into recording then uh previously we would i would edit content edit i would take out any things um that i didn't want um them to say me to say whatever condense the episode a little bit clean it up and then i would send it to the sound engineer which is you and you would make it all nice and sparkly and presentable to release um but now we've changed into because I with that the YouTube video and all the clips, all the reels that I post, um, the sound wasn't the same as the polished episode. Um, so now we record the episode. Um, I send it to you, um, and then you kind of clean it. You you make it sound better. You level it out. You I don't know what all you do. What what's your process there? Um. So. There, when when I first started with the podcast, I obviously didn't really know yeah. know you what know the I was doing. With things. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to watch a few YouTube videos, and then um, it wasn't really a master class that I got, but um, it was kind of like a mini master class that kind of taught me what to do. Um, and I do, I just do like some basic compression EQing. Um, it's like super simple stuff, yeah. but it it does a whole lot and i mean like removing background noise too is another thing yeah that's huge um while someone's talking it's kind of hard but you can but it's kind of cool with audition you can go in there and you can visually see like any like background noise and you can just wipe it out yeah um but yeah then you send it back to me then i make the reels i finish the episode um and then uh make all the youtube videos do all that stuff um and then you i send it back to you or record my write my script for my voiceovers uh, record the voiceover, send it back to you. Yeah. And then you finish it and then you, we've gotten to that. You know how to upload it now. Originally you were sending it back and I would upload it, but now, you know, I have, we have a page with show notes that I complete You're you take care of the rest of the upload and then we're done. But that's a, like a week long, like while we both have full-time jobs, while (laughs) we both keep up an active lifestyle in the gym while we like, we just have, so we live life too outside of that. So, um, it's, it's, it's a big thing. I just, Thank you so much for everything you do. I really appreciate it. Yeah, (laughs) and of course, and I appreciate you as well. Yeah. Um, Like the amount of work that you do is kind of absurd. (laughs) With all the the reels, all the show notes and stuff, it's like. Just before this, I spent two and a half hours on a reel. Yeah, you're like, all right, 30 minutes and then we'll start. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) sitting downstairs playing Rocket League. (laughs) Rocket League's fun though. It's it's, it's cool. I I like it. Um, So I want to get into uh, basically. did you ever see yourself working? I know, I know you do streams for your, for yourself, and uh, we've been streaming the new Call of Duty Um, Monday nights. Anyone who wants to tune in, Um, uh, but. You used to do streaming, you, or you still do. Um, you had a YouTube video as well with clips um, from your gaming. Um, but past that, did you ever see yourself like getting into content creation? 
Um, I mean, that's kind of where I first wanted to go. Okay. Um, before well, music? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before, before anything, before yeah. music, before real estate, um, I was, I was doing, uh, gaming. Um, I was playing tournaments, f- uh, full time. I was getting, I was getting paid to do that, um, just online. But, um, I would do that and I would stream, I would create YouTube videos and stuff. Um, but. I just I deleted everything once. Uh, when did I, when did I delete everything? I don't even know why I deleted everything, but I just kind of stopped one day. I felt like looking back at old content is like it can be cringe for the the creator who made it. Oh, hundred percent. Their skills 100%. get better and stuff. Like I can't even listen back to my yeah. first episode. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like super cringe. Yeah. Um, and I I think we've talked about this, but I was I was going through a lot when when I started the podcast. Oh yeah, and yep. Yep. It, it just. Uh, what what what's the thing that you talk about all the time? Um, we talked about it at the gym earlier. When you smell something, your senses when your senses uh, are engaged. Anchoring NLP. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, where were you going with this? Oh, just, just saying how like when I listen back to that, it because of the sounds and like the songs that I put into that and like just the, oh, the yeah, process, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it brings back too many like bad feelings for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. So was, was there anything like that for you where it's or was it just cringe and that's the reason you took um, it out? I think I just kind of wanted to leave it behind. But I, as I got older, I kind of miss it. So I'm starting starting to bring it back because I was, I was really fucking good at it. <laughs> I was really fucking good at it. Um, I shouldn't have stopped, but getting back at it and it's, 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 yeah. not, too, it's yeah. not too bad. Go into NLP and what that is. I NLP, think it's important for people to yeah, learn what that uh, is. I love this subject. It's probably like one of my favorite subjects. Uh, NLP is neuro linguistic programming. Uh, He's smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> so NLP, the ba- the easiest way I can describe it is, um, well, we'll we'll go back to we'll go back to what you were talking yeah. about. For example, with anchoring. So yeah. it's it's along it's along the same lines, um, but anchoring essentially you can so like. Let's say let's say something um, in your past from your childhood, like you remember a certain smell um, and it comes back when you smell that same smell, like 10, 15 years later, you can do that on purpose. Yep. Kind of crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. With the you were saying how with smell, like you would use like a boom, 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 boom stick. Yeah. When yeah, you'd yeah, be, yeah. To like, yeah. To put you into like a work mode almost. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a, a good example of that was when I would do cold calls um, at my house to get myself into that right mental state, I would light a candle and it would be that same candle that I smell that gets me into that, that mental state. Um, and I just had to make, sh- I just had to make sure that I had a really good session the first time I did it. <laughs> Cause if it was a bad session, yeah, I wouldn't want yeah, to smell yeah. that candle again. Be <laughs> Anchored like, to something good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's more of like a long-term thing. You can't really just be like, uh, let me, let me just smell, smell this item real quick. And then, tomorrow like I'll, I'll be just as good as new like yeah. it, it's it takes it's more it's of repetition a, yeah, yeah, rep, yeah repetition um repetition is everything um but yeah it's a super interesting topic and i would suggest that you do your own research on yeah it. it does help your success so plans for the future uh plans for next year what are some of your goals for your artist project going into next year some of my goals for next year i definitely want to get on a festival lineup um don't really care what festival, but I do have a few in mind. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like upset if I don't get the festival that I want. But <laughs> like if I get on a festival, that's that's a goal of mine. I'm gonna have a Spotify account um, early on next year, and I really want to hone in on my sound. I'm starting to get it down, but 
I think that is um, going to be what takes things to the next level. That and learning music theory. Music theory for sure. Because yeah. I don't know jack shit about music <laughs> yeah. theory. But it's cool because there's, there's a lot of bigger artists that don't know anything about music yeah. theory. Um, like, for example gonna throw him under the bus here <laughs> but autocorrect he was saying he, yes. saw, he saw he saw the um the circle the circle of fists downstairs mm -hmm. and he's like he's like damn you got the circle of fists and everything i never even i never even knew what a key was when i first oh, yeah, heard autocorrect was here who else has been in this house uh crowell was here that same yeah. night um not many other people many i think it's yeah. i think it was just a few of them it was pretty funny it was like around the time that autocorrect was on the show Oh, yeah, he, I was yeah. at home, but he uh, did you tell him that it was right? It was right before, right before he came on. He came here and he was like, uh, uh, We were like, You want to be on a podcast? He's like, I want to be on a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, why don't we talk about because I, I mean, my plan, and I've been talking about this for since the birth of the podcast is going to icon, um, yeah, and. Uh, that's going to be happening next year. So we are going to unfortunately have to part ways, yep, even though yep. you will still be on the team and I'll be sending you everything and our process will still be the same. Yeah. Um, no, that's going to change. But yeah. So me moving to LA, what, what's kind of your game plan when that happens for me, when I move out of this house? Honestly, um, depending on whether I'm still here or not, if I'm still here, it's going to be full music still. Like that's, that's all I'm going to be doing. But if I end up um, going back to my parents, probably get back into real estate yeah, yeah. um and still doing music um i'd just be doing exactly what Shift i was doing focus. before yeah. yeah um so when i was doing real estate i would work on music like later at night yeah. and i would i was just able to pump out music all the time when i was doing that because it was it was almost like i got to take a break from work to go to work whereas now it's like i'm working yeah just constantly <laughs> so now it's more of just like i'm going through a lot more struggles i'm yeah. learning a lot more things but then I'm applying just, that work mindset to yep. your project instead yeah. of just like, oh, this is a fun thing I do on the side. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yeah. So like it all, I'd be going into it with a different mentality, yeah. but still doing the same yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, and then also, uh, your merch is going to be releasing soon. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about how this year also all the people that we met in uh, in the Bay Area and the friends that you know you've made that I've also become friends with, um, and how the whole John Gang thing happened. <laughs> Um, okay, so John Gang started um, on Twitter. So I think I made a post, and then not even like 10 minutes later, all, all of my friends, give them a quick shout out, Aaron Rushdown, um, Quinn Lowe, Trends, um, Bukovac, the one that started it all, um, <laughs> Shrike. Oh, I'm going to feel so bad because I'm leaving out names, but those are the first names that popped, up, popped into my head. Um, if I miss your name, you already know I love you. So I was at a friend's house, DB. There's another name I missed. I was at DB's house with Yucky Charms and all of those other names that I mentioned. And DB had these beanies made. And they just looked really funny when you wore them. <laughs> so we all like there was like seven of us that had those beanies on and they were just like poking up and they just looked hilarious. <laughs> and then Bukovac uh, took a video, recorded us all. And there's just like that one snippet of my head that they decided to screenshot and they started putting it as everyone's profile picture. Um, so they created that group chat with and everyone changed their profile picture to a picture of me with that little beanie on. And they all started commenting on that Twitter post. <laughs> Shout out Bukovac. <laughs> so monetizing your project next year. 
Yes. To a certain degree. Yes. Yeah. Definitely to a certain degree. Uh, and I'll, I'll be on Spotify next year too. Yeah, so yeah. like that'll be another another source. Comes through, yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I know that's merch is something that I've been, as you guys know, been some one of my main focuses going into next year too. So um, I think I think merch is great for any of you artists out there um, who have a following of any kind, um, even if someone buys you know one piece of merch two pieces of merch you're still making it's better to make one dollar than zero dollars yeah, so yeah um, hey, it's now, the, the more you grow and the more merch drops you have the more money you're gonna make it's just yeah. starting that 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 revenue flow now yeah, yeah so that exactly. as you grow it's already established yeah. yeah um you wanted to get more into the technical side of things um and i know you've been bouncing around with the idea you make a lot of heavier stuff a lot of heavy dubstep but you're also interested in other genres how are you going to go about finding your sound and really sticking with one thing? Um, damn. I don't think you're going to like this answer. Yeah. <laughs> Trial and error. Trial and error. <laughs> but, um, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm just kind of going with the flow. I mean, that's kind of like my motto is just go with the flow. Yeah. Like, um, like starting starting out in real estate and then just making that huge transition to come out to the Bay Area and just have no clue what's what's in store for me and just say, fuck it, just do it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing with my music. Like, I'm just making what I like at I, the moment. I think it's important for artists to experiment in different lanes, too, because you may, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, you may be able to pull something from making a trance song or a drum and bass song or a yeah. trap song and use it in whatever you know whatever your sound ends up being yep. you can use different elements from you know different things that you learn by producing different genres yep. so it's um, cool that you mentioned that because i was actually working on a house track um i was going through like a rut and i couldn't write any dubstep so i was like fuck it i'm gonna start making some mm -hmm. house and which is good for creative box yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely helped me get yeah. out and I want to bring it back to that point where um, I started working on a completely different genre, resampled some things, found some cool sounds. And anytime I make a cool sound, I'll throw it into my own little sample pack. So I'm always um, making my own samples and saving them. Um, and I ended up using that in a dubstep track and it sounded really fucking cool. So like bouncing around, you have to bounce around. To, you just have to stay in that flow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but before we do, do you have any questions for me? Oh, <laughs> oh man. What don't I have? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just super grateful for you just in general, like giving me the opportunity to move out to the Bay Area, something I've always wanted to do, even though it wasn't like that big of a deal. You're just yeah. like, hey, you want to move in? Yeah. <laughs> and I got a room and an <laughs> office for you. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, sure, let's do it. Um, but yeah, I'm just super grateful for you. Um, we have very similar um, mindsets about. I things. think that's what bonded us so well. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because we 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 won't go into it on camera, but you know, off camera and stuff, and you know, we're just in our everyday lives. We get into like some really like deep conversations about yeah. just like philosophies and like you know where we want to take certain things. And like, I mean, having this conversation now very feels very similar to what uh, you know going even levels deeper than this, but yeah. I think just our mindset and the way we think about things and the way that we, you know, are both like both grind our asses off, yeah. both very hard workers. Um, and I think that's what, what really, once I realized that about you, I think that's what really like made me realize that you would be a good addition. And I think it, it like made me realize that I could like trust you with, yeah, yeah. The, with the job that I gave you with this project. Yeah. So I also really appreciate you for that. Yeah. Just, just trusting me and just super grateful. Sweet. Me too, man. 
Yeah. Love you, dude. Love you too. Um, all right. Well, that's it. I just want to give you some background of what our product is, kind of the, the workflow behind it, um, who he is, because he's never on camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is the the guy behind the scenes that does all the all the all the pretty work to make my voice sound better than it is so <laughs> <laughs> hopefully i can do it with mine too now i gotta sit and <laughs> edit mine awesome well we're gonna wrap up here thank you so much for being on the podcast uh today and uh yeah hopefully maybe we'll make this like a tradition yeah i mean like every I'm, year we got this cool this like took this. me two hours to make so oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny all right well we're done sweet bye Thanks again to my roommate, audio engineer, and one of my best friends, Anubis, for joining me on the pod this week and for all that you do for Underground Society around. As we were listening back to this, we realized we forgot to talk about a couple very important things that we'll be implementing next year. One, we're going to be bringing back Railcar Radio. With everything that's been going on in the pod and my hunger to really grow it so much this year, I didn't know if I was really ever going to bring it back. And with John's help, you're going to be changing that. So look out for Anubis in January. They'll be featuring our good friend Trends. Another thing is we are going to be changing our monthly Society Selects update to weekly. So if you have any songs you would like to share with other Society members, please feel free to add those on a weekly basis. And last but certainly not least, we will be taking two weeks off for the holidays and we'll be back to kick off season three the second week of January. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. This one meant so much to me. Please make sure to follow or subscribe to stay up to date on all of our episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, throw up a post on social media, tag both Anubis and Underground Society. And let us know what you liked the most about the episode. The link to both of our social media accounts are in the description. Have a fantastic holiday season eat lots of food smoke even more weed i love you all peace